What should you do if you can't stop thinking about the cruel things that were said in the aftermath of the infidelity? So what I mean by this question is a lot of times after the truth has come out, the cheating partner will leave with a lot of cutting remarks. And who knows why they do this? It could be because they feel like they need to justify their actions in some way. So they'll say a lot of cruel stuff about how the person that they cheated on was better looking or more attractive or better in bed. And they'll put down the person that they've just been years with and that they just betrayed. And oftentimes those words and those remarks can leave more pain than even the initial discovery of the affair. And so I want to address the question of like, what should you do with those? How should you think about them? Why did they even choose to say those things? And what they'll often claim is that they're just saying those things to be honest. It's like, well, the truth is out. Let's just be honest. Let's lay it all on the table. And it's just very ironic that they claim to have a concern for honesty after what sometimes is years and years of deceit, lying, and betrayal. And I want to just make sure that it's abundantly clear to you. They are not saying those things because they're true, even if there is some truth to some of what they're saying for how they're feeling. They're not sharing them with you because they think it's true. They're intentionally trying to feel better about themselves. They're intentionally trying to hurt you. There is no reason to take these as serious. But the problem is that in our brains, they often do feel very serious. And so what can you do? This is a weird technique that's taught in NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, and it is to adjust the way that you remember this. So what you can do is, if you want, you can follow along, just close your eyes. Remember, pull to mind the memory of when they said these things to you. You might have a visual component to them where you can see them there, perhaps through your own eyes, or perhaps you see both of yourselves up on a screen and it's like you're watching a movie. Or perhaps it's mainly just the audio that you remember. Either way, kind of remember what it sounds like when they were saying what they said. It will likely not be a pleasant memory, so this might be a little bit painful. Make sure you have a little bit of time right now to process. And what I want you to do is to slowly adjust different qualities of the audio. So first, play around with the volume. You can almost imagine that you have a lever in front of you or like a knob that you can turn it up or you can turn it down. Try turning the volume up just a little bit. How does that adjust the feeling when you adjust the sound? It probably makes it a little bit more intense and a little bit less pleasant. So try turning it down. Maybe it was at a five originally, you just turned it up to a seven. Try turning it down to like a three or a two where the sound gets quieter. And there are more adjustments that you can make than just the sound. You can also adjust the tone. So changing it from sharp to soft, from being like a wide expression of intensity and emotions to very um, monotone. So go ahead and try experimenting with those. And then you can also, this is my favorite kind of shortcut method, is just put it into the voice of someone that has zero credibility just due to the sound of their voice. You might be wondering, what do I mean by that? That sounds kind of rude. I mean someone like Mickey Mouse or Donald Duck or SpongeBob or Patrick, like something like that, where it's a voice where if you hear it, you assume that it's just a joke and it's stupid because in reality it is a joke and it's stupid, the types of things that they said to you while the relationship was falling apart. So go ahead and try 
adjusting that. Try putting it in the voice of someone ridiculous. Now just notice how that feels. Does it feel a little more silly now to think that their opinion matters to you? Just by playing with the audio, you can make those types of changes. You can also even adjust the visuals. Oftentimes, shrinking the person down to like half of your size in the memory can be helpful. Because just like this little, doesn't really matter, uh, representation of them. Obviously, I'm not saying there's some correlation between height and value or worthiness of opinion. But often in the way that our brains frame things, if something is comically small or comically large, that will affect the way it feels. So making them like comically, you know, like a foot tall and they're screaming up at you in their Mickey Mouse voice. It's like, this is hard to take seriously. And so if you went along with that, you're probably experiencing a kind of instant relief from some of those memories. If you didn't play along, if you didn't go along with this exercise, you probably think that I sound crazy. Go back and actually do it. You'll be amazed at the results. Now, will this solve everything? No, because oftentimes what happens is those remarks that they make are tied to genuine insecurities that we have. So you can take the pain out of that specific memory by kind of making these adjustments to it. But ultimately, you'll need to do the deeper work of resolving those insecurities for the pain to completely go away for good. But hopefully that helps get some quick relief right now.